It's Friday, y'all. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Friday, September 11th. Here's what you missed while you were never forgetting and remembering those we lost. All right, we begin today with a follow-up from yesterday's show. See, I teased that we would be talking about Russian meddling in the election, and it turns out, well, it's not just Russia, but yeah, they're really back at it again. And from the Russian side, it looks like they're doing a couple of things. One, they're trying to divide up the left, making out Biden to be a pro-cop, not progressive enough, and an established centrist candidate. Very similar to how they divided the left between Hillary and Bernie. They're also sowing doubts about the integrity of mail-in absentee ballots. They're doing a lot of this via Twitter posts from known Russian asset accounts that then get retweeted and spread around. So that's the influence campaign. They're also just straight up doing hacking attempts. Microsoft recently reported that hackers, quote, with ties to Russia, China, and Iran are attempting to snoop on people and over 200 groups involved with the U.S. 2020 presidential election. It was clear that foreign activity groups have stepped up their efforts targeting the election. Both President Donald Trump and Democrat Joe Biden's campaigns are in the cyber raider sites, end quote. Of course, Russia and China are denying the report, so while most of the attacks have been unsuccessful, Successful, they've been trying to get login credentials and compromise email accounts of campaign staffers. Even an Iranian group known as Phosphorus was trying to get access to accounts of White House officials and Mr. Trump's campaign staff back in May and June of this year. And it's important to note, this is bipartisan. Both parties are at risk here. Quote, U.S. intelligence says the assessment found that Russia was seeking to denigrate Mr. Biden. It also found that China and Iran wanted Mr. Trump to lose the vote, end quote. So really, what's the takeaway here? Well, our, our country is once again under cyber attack. In public, the administration will play it down as if nothing happens, but at least there are people at DHS and in the U.S. intelligence agencies that are actively working to thwart these threats. Listen, we here at Top 5 will stay on top of these stories as the election cycle continues to help protect your vote. All right, so this story happened yesterday, but if you're one of the Americans waiting around patiently for another stimulus bill check to come your way, I wouldn't hold my breath. I mean, the, the second round of funding has been sitting around since May, waiting to finally be passed as legislation. See, in May, that's when the U.S. House of Representatives passed their $3 trillion relief package. It covered not only the $600 bonus unemployment payment and $1,200 check per person, it also included more needs for state and local governments, hospitals, schools, and more. The Senate, though, they wasn't trying to hear that. And so they went and started their $1 trillion package back in July, which also didn't get much love. Yet they cut unemployment bonus payments to $200 a month. There was no stimmy checks, and there was a lot less for local governments. But a trillion dollars and three trillion are far apart. And they just couldn't get the Democrats to agree. Then Trumpito stepped in and did his executive 
executive order thing, but those $300 bonus unemployment payments, they're only going to last a couple of weeks before the money's tapped out. Most Republicans don't honestly want to give any more money out. Now, they were able to at least get to 51 of them to agree to this new package that they're calling the skinny relief bill. I mean, it barely provides anything for workers. It keeps the $300 extra benefit for unemployed until the end of this month. It has more PPP money. There's money for testing and money for schools, but the numbers were so small. The bill was only about four to $600 billion. And the point here really was about making Democrats look bad because they knew they weren't going to agree to this. Heck, most Republicans didn't even really agree to this, and they were well short of the 60 votes they needed to even get this to pass. But quote, GOP leadership faced pressure to come up with a plan to vote upon weeks before the election in order to give their vulnerable incumbents in key battleground states something to tout back home. And Republicans argued that it was important to be able to show voters what Rona relief they support and force Democrats to go on the record blocking it, end quote. And yeah, they're already doing this. All the headlines are reading Democrats block relief bill in the Senate. The optics don't look great for the libs. They might have a good story, but without headlines, it's worthless to Fanny Blowhard that needs that extra stimmy because no one's eating at the restaurant she works at. Democrats... I don't know. Maybe they should just keep passing their $3 trillion package in order to prove a point. We're here to get money to Americans and the GOP is stalemating. But I don't know. That's unlikely to happen. And Mitch McConnell's statement might actually end up being true. There will be no relief before the election. Not only are they trying to get the relief passed, but they got to worry about keeping the government open before the end of the month. Both parties have dug in their heels and they've now made this a political move. Meanwhile, American citizens lose again. little while since we talked about this and the deadline is fast approaching so i wanted to give you an update on where we are with this whole tiktok thing remember president trump gave tiktok owners bite dance until september 15th to sell the u.s operations of tiktok to a u.s company but no deal has even come close last we saw microsoft and walmart of all people were looking to partner up and purchase the u.s asset their contender was oracle who also seems pretty strong but you know oracle only cares about the data. Microsoft was only a part of the deal because they had already been in talks to invest in TikTok and then Trumpito tried to drag them into the whole ordeal, but they don't seem that interested in the fiasco it would take to make this happen. Add to that the fact that new Chinese legislation has made it all but impossible for ByteDance to sell any parts of TikTok to a non-Chinese company. So we might actually be seeing the ban come to fruition. Now there are discussions happening between TikTok and Cepheus about a possible restructuring that would satisfy all parties. But to be fair, these conversations were happening before Donald stuck his little hands into the pie hole, so not sure if that'll meet his demands. Now, he has come out recently and said there will be no extension of the deadline, and China seems willing to let the service just shut down in order to not seem weak in the whole global outlook. So, the countdown timer ticks louder as the days pass. So, hey, get your floss videos published now, or just join Instagram Reel because it's not looking likely that TikTok will be around after next Tuesday. All right, if you were able to watch the NFL game last night, and saw all the pregame stuff, you would have noticed this is a different NFL. 
they've maybe finally grown up and embraced the movement by players to support the ongoing fight for equality. You saw not only Alicia Keys singing Lift Every Voice and Sing, commonly known as the Black National Anthem, but also the U.S. National Anthem was sung by Chloe and Holly, two amazing sisters recently signed by Beyonce because... Damn, those girls can sing. But they were also dressed with airbrush t-shirts, one with George Floyd and the other one with Breonna Taylor. The Chiefs stayed and interlocked their arms during the national anthem. The Texans, however, went back to their locker room as a team. Now, there was a pre-game video that highlighted a lot of moments from the past few months. And the end zones had It Takes All of Us on one side and End Racism on the other side painted in the grass. And then there was the moment of silence. See, right before kickoff, players from both teams interlocked arms at midfield and stood in silence. Unfortunately, it seems that was just one too many political statements in their sports day for Kansas City fans. I mean, it's hard to keep drunken fans quiet in any setting. You always hear a couple whoops and hollers and whistles, but then one One asshat yelled out, Trump 2020, and immediately following, you heard a couple boos. But at this point, seems the KC fan. apparently had enough and the booze started to echo throughout all 15,000 or so people that were in attendance pretty much ruining the moment now I'm not sure if that Trump 2020 guy messed it all up or if these booze were coming either way but what I am sure of is they didn't need to continue for the entire moment and honestly Kansas City can do better hey at least the Chiefs spanked the Texans 34-20 beating both the spread and the over score And finally, I thought it would be prudent to spend a couple minutes here at the end to honor those that we lost 19 years ago today. From first responders like firefighters, EMTs, and law enforcement to the office employees just trying to make a day's work. Nearly 3,000 people were lost across three locations in D.C., Shanksville, Pennsylvania, and of course the World Trade Center in New York City. At 8.46 a.m., the first plane struck the North Tower. At 9.03, the second tower was struck. Interestingly, the New York City commemoration ceremony was doubled this year. There was a traditional ceremony at the 9-11 memorial site, but due to the vid, the names of all the victims that were read aloud were pre-recorded. And some of the victims' family members didn't appreciate that, so they held another event down the street in order to say their names live. But either way, they were honored, as they deserved to be. Also, both candidates for president were at commemoration ceremonies, and everyone seemed to put politics aside for once at least. And so I'd like to say from Johnny Quest and the Top 5 at 5 team, 19 years later, we still never forget and we will always remember. Well, my beautiful people, those are my top five news stories of the day. And for those of you that like to stick around for the bonus news, I got a couple things here for you. The first one seems kind of silly. If you remember Candace Cameron Bure from Full House and Fuller House, well, you know, she's a devout Christian, and she posted some photos on Instagram with her husband of 24 years. And in one of the photos, he had his hand on her boob. And apparently, devout Christians don't like that. They're all prude and stuff. So she actually had to go and and make a statement and say, yo, I've been married to this dude for 24 years. If I let him, he could put his hands anywhere over my body that he wants because he's my husband and I love him 
Why you gotta be so prude? I'm obviously paraphrasing. But I mean, come on. You can do better, Christians. In other news, looks like it's actually happening. HBO Max just seems to love their reunion shows. They're doing one with friends later this year. And yesterday we saw that they actually filmed a reunion show with the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Now, Will Smith posted a photo on his Instagram account with the full cast. It got everyone excited. It's not going to be a actual show like where are they now type thing, but just the cast getting together and talking about the show and the impact they had on everyone probably going to be pretty boring but if you really love fresh prints and want to know some behind the scenes stuff eh, maybe you'll get something out of there one thing that was interesting is if you hadn't known apparently the actress that played the original aunt viv janet hubert she had some beef with will smith over the years and she didn't really like him and they also posted another photo of them two finally sitting down and burying the hatchet so that might be interesting to see how that whole conversation plays out maybe i'll watch it just for that eh, or i'll catch the highlights on youtube we'll see what happens anyways this is a friday show i'm glad you stuck around for it this was kind of fun even though it's absolutely late and i just got here and quickly recording and writing this so sorry about the tardiness but it is the start of the weekend so you should just embrace it Enjoy it and live that lax life. Hopefully you made it count this week so you can make it count this weekend. And as always, remember, stay focused, stay proud, and stay dedicated in all you do. Dodge the rest and catch up with me because I got you with the news.